This week's parsha is Parshas Ba'ira. One of the opening sentences of Parshas Ba'ira is Hashem informing Moshe that Hashem has previously appeared to the forefathers, Moshe, uh, Yitzchak, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and that Hashem didn't really inform them so clearly of the identity of Hashem. I'm not coming to address that point. The next thing that Hashem says is, I also made a covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they sojourned. So I have two questions on this sentence. Question number one is, let's say they had not lived or sojourned in Eretz Canaan. Does that mean Hashem would not have made that pact with them? And it's also information that we already know, right? We know what Eretz Canaan is. We know that they lived there. We even know that Hashem made a covenant with them. So the whole thing is unnecessary. But why is the Torah emphasizing that Hashem established a covenant with them based on the fact that they also lived there? What is that all about? And then secondarily, the rabbis teach us a very interesting thing on this sentence, which leads to my second question. And that is, it says, I established the covenant with them to give to them, to them, the land of Canaan. Not to give to their children, that's a separate point. To give to Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov, says the rabbis, guess what? Here is a clear hint in the Torah to the resurrection of the dead. Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov are going to become alive again, and they will get the land of Israel, as Hashem promised to them, the actual human people that we call Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov. So my question is, okay, that's beautiful, wonderful, and resurrection, very important concept. We know that it's important to know that resurrection will happen and to accept that it's hinted in the Torah, otherwise a person doesn't actually merit the resurrection. So I get that it's important, but you know, there's lots of ways that the Torah could have taught this to us. Why are we learning specifically from the forefathers that there is resurrection and specifically through the promise that Hashem made to them about Eretz Canaan, Eretz Israel, that it's going to be given to them. We can have a different sentence that says people are going to be resurrected or hinted to the fact that people will be resurrected. Why is this the way, one of the ways that we have to learn about the resurrection in the Torah? Those are my questions. So why are we emphasizing the land in which they lived as part of the promise that Hashem gave to them? And why are we also learning from this sentence about the resurrection of everyone, why should it come about in this way? So I would like to suggest that a major point that the Torah is making for us here, in specifically the Exodus story, is that we tend to have a very short view of the world and of history and how it all works together. Most of us are mostly concerned with our own survival. And if we're lucky, we're also concerned with what happens after this world. But most of us are not thinking about the entire perspective of human history or even our own Jewish history on a constant basis. And so therefore, when we think today, for example, about what's going to happen in the land of Israel, we're thinking about what am I going to experience? What are we, me, my generation, my friends, my family, my children, what are we going to now experience, God forbid, endure, hopefully success, something wonderful will end up being the result. Okay, we're not realizing that all the generations that came before us 
are part of this experience. And even though they're not alive right now, what happens now in history is actually a product of what came before and will once again be part of the human experience. And the reason that's so important is because that teaches us that we're not fighting simply for our own survival, our own uh, peace or security. What we're really fighting for is a cosmic and certainly a national idea and mission that affects all the generations that came before us as well. That's a much different view of the significance of what's happening in our lifetimes now. And that should be a much different view for the soldiers that are incredibly continuing to give their lives for this cause. They're not only fighting for their families, their parents, their siblings, whomever, or the Jewish community today, they're fighting for Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov. Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov, with whom Hashem bonded himself and made this relationship. And so then the Torah adds to this idea that part of the reason that they, I'm talking about Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, are going to be included is not only because Hashem promised to give it to them, Hashem promised to give it to them because they invested in this relationship and in this land by living in it, by wanting to be in it, by working to make themselves a part of it. Therefore, they merit to get it in the future. So it's not just, oh, geographically, they happen to live in these places. It's talking about the place where they made their lives. And so we today also need to think about where are we making our lives? Are we really making our lives here in the United States of America? Is that really the fabric of our life or is the fabric of our life, our Jewish family, our Jewish community, the Torah-based values, and ultimately Eretz Israel? where our hearts want to be? Or are we really not so interested in all of that? And all we're really thinking about is our living. We live here in the United States of America. We know we're not gonna live forever. And okay, that's what life is all about. Torah is telling us here in the Exodus story that when the Jewish people are thinking about their future and their redemption, they need to realize that there's a much bigger picture which they can choose to be a part of which includes all the generations that came before them, specifically here, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and then we will experience it in the ultimate future altogether at the time of the resurrection. That's a way different experience. That's like uh, that's like the difference between um, making a party for 10 of your closest friends or a few million of your closest friends. That's the party that we want to be at. And so that's a message of the redemption that we really need to be thinking about all the generations that came before us, not only that we have the responsibility to follow their ways and you know the covenants that they made with Hashem, but actually they are counting on us and they are going to benefit from the work that we do in our lifetimes. Questions or comments? Everybody's thinking. Very good. Obviously, you know, this carries a lot of meaning when we think about, you know, the immediate prior generations, whether it's grandparents or great-grandparents or other relatives that we knew, 
and uh, the future that you know we hope to experience with them. We're fighting for that. Very yeah, very. Uh, those things very empowering. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's that's an interesting perspective. I was thinking it was um, it it puts a lot more weight on um on our actions today. Uh, certainly, I don't know if empowering is the right adjective that I would use. <laughs> It's, yeah, the person could say it's pressurizing or it's empowering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're both. They're both. That's what responsibility is. Okay, gentlemen, been awesome. Thank you very much.